podcast where four movie fans test the limits of their friendship. I'm Lacey here with Mella, Josh, and Rashad. Before we get started, please take a moment and like, subscribe, rate, and review on whatever platform you are listening to us on right now, especially if it's Apple Podcasts. It helps us reach new audiences and it helps our little indie podcast thrive. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at CinephileAttack. You can also reach out to us to give us a review or to request a movie for us to do on the show by emailing us at whencinephilesattack at gmail.com. And if you want to be a supporter of this little indie podcast that is small but mighty, uh, you can donate to uh, buymeacoffee.com slash WCA. Or Mella will punch you. That's true. (laughs) Hi, friends. Hey. How we doing? What we've been watching? We're good. Um, I've been watching myself play the shit out of Jedi Survivor. That's Eesh. what, I'll, what That's I've been what doing. That's what I've been watching, too. Me, too. <laughs> what, what what planet are you at, Mel? What what? What planet are you at? Oh, um, Arrakis. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Gagged him a bit. <laughs> And what um what do they cultivate on Arrakis again? Spices, baby. Not plural, but damn. You got your garlic, you got your onion. You got your Lowry's. You got your Lowry's. Everything Ooh. but doom. <laughs> no, that's I'm not watching much TV because I'm playing the shit out of that game. Yeah. Uh, actually, there is some TV that just came back that we watched. The other two is back on HBO. Yes. One of the funniest shows on TV. Go check it out if you haven't. It's fantastic. Molly Shannon is out of this world good. Uh, She's the best. Yeah. So I have been surprisingly good on my New Year's resolution. Oh, I Um, tell. Remind the listeners what the resolution was. Yes, it's to watch at least one old Hollywood movie. So anything before, I said 1960, but I, I'm saying 1965 because um, there's someone there I just wanted to see. I still need to watch mine for this month. And I had to like, you know, double up because a month goes by fast, y'all. It really <laughs> does. But I finally watched Singing in the Rain. Aww. Had you never seen it? I had never seen it. That's I like know. one of Rashawn's like all times, isn't it? Yeah, all times, and it's like such a me movie. Like I don't, I don't know how I missed it. What a fucking great flick! Yeah, I mean, yeah, like no one's saying anything bad about Singing in the Rain, right? <laughs> um, actually, actually, <laughs> um, but I, uh, I really wish I would have seen it um, as a child, like when I saw mm. Wizard of Oz, because it's just that same. I can't think of the movie right now. The hills are alive with the sound of music. Sound of music. I had to fucking see, sing it. Uh, 
Oh, what's that movie called? Rashawn brought it. Oh my God, I love that movie. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. We're having such a bad time at the bad time at the El Royale. That's right. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta jog it with me. But I saw that one as a kid. I think I saw it in school, and Singing in the Rain is like right up there. You know, not for the same themes, but in the way that everyone should just see it. But man, I had such a good time. And then right afterwards, I saw A Streetcar Named Desire, which... Bro. Damn. My goodness. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, of course, read that play in college that we all went to. Like, every fucking body did a scene, no matter what you look like, sounded like, if you wanted to or not. You fucking did it. You're playing somebody. Um, so I was like, let me watch it. Let me see Marlon Brando do his thing. Um Holy shit. Marlon. <laughs> Brando. Baby. Dude, young Brando is like... Flooded my basement. <laughs> I was going to talk about Marmella. his talent, but can you relax? Oh, his talent. Mm. <laughs> She's yes. also talking about his talent. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whole package. Well, like, right actually, there. when you talk about like it factor and like they've just got it. like Yeah. I don't think ever anyone will ever match young Brando just kind of having it. Yeah. Just my goodness. And I know clearly the role he's playing is not a great part as far as like person. But um wow, what a what a gorgeous person to look at while you're watching. <laughs> 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 so um I gotta watch those back to back, very different, but I am really glad I made this resolution. It's just so fun. Now that you've seen Singing in the Rain, that you know what you have to go back and rewatch now, right? Babylon. Hit him with some voodoo mama. <laughs> yeah, I fucking wish I would have seen it beforehand. I'm what a what a shame. But I guess I just gotta watch it again. Period. <laughs> Sign us all up. <laughs> go listen to our Babylon episode. <laughs> Um, I watched a movie called In From The Side. This is a uh, a UK queer romance. Romance. Yeah, it's a romance. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's about two rugby players who are on... One is on the A team, one is on the B team. Uh, they both have significant others and they develop an affair. And the movie is kind of about them navigating how to address that how to keep it hidden from their from their player the other players and from their significant others um if you are not a fan no i'm not gonna say that like i know nobody likes adultery right um <laughs> oh, not. if you love adultery this is for you baby this Speak up movie now, Josh. has everything <laughs> rugby adultery i don't know i can't do stuff but <laughs> Um, my, my letterbox top five are uh, closer, fatal attraction, uh, <laughs> um, in from the side. Uh, <laughs> it's good. It, I I mean I've obviously been on this pod. I, I love complexities and and relationships, and this is very complicated. And they're complex people, and but I just love how it's navigated and it's can be really tender and can be really messy and infuriating and they're not necessarily characters that you might always love but I thought most of it up until the ending I wasn't crazy about but 
I'm glad I watched it and, and found it. And I, I just think there should be more queer cinema out there. That's not, you know, the staples, the Rushmore of, of queer cinema. So I, I, I'm glad I found it. And I, dug it. <laughs> I, in my bones, thought you were going to say, <laughs> I just really think there should be more rugby movies out there. You don't see a lot. There's, Invic- there's Invictus. Um, there's <laughs> Bend it like Beckham. <laughs> Wait. And that's soccer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I dug it. I, dug it. I don't think I've talked about it on the pod. I watched it a little while ago. I had huge reservations about seeing The Man Called Otto starring Tom Hanks because I read A Man Called Ove over six years ago uh, written by Friedrich Bachman and it is still I, I don't know that I would say it's one of my all-time favorite books but it is one of the most all-time tender books I've ever read and I just didn't like the idea of Tom Hanks playing the titular character. I'm so sad that I waited so long to see it because it is very well done. Tom Hanks is does a very good job of playing a subdued, grumpy old man. But the main focus of the movie is in the surrounding cast and in his neighbors that help rejuvenate him and bring him back to life. Um, and they were all funny and sweet and engaging and it's a it's a really great adaptation of the book I highly recommend you go read the book it is one of the most romantic things I've ever read wait real quick why were you not excited about Tom Hanks because you like Tom Hanks I like Tom Hanks he hasn't had a great track record lately yeah he's had Um, quite a few stankers a little bit and I think Tom Hanks is known as the the good guy like he's known mm. as you know the everyman your friendly neighborhood not spider-man he is like I mean, he's america's sweetheart yeah. yeah yeah okay um and Otto is a angry bitter uh recluse awful old man from time to time and i just was afraid that Tom would lean more into the sweetness of it. And like the whole story revolves around Otto's redemption and his transformation and his mm. evolution. Um, and so I, I didn't really want to see just like a charming Tom Hanks on screen for a character that's not, not charming. charming. Got it. But he did great. It was really good. It was really well done. I cried like the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen um, Road to Perdition? Mm-mm. That's the only other time I can think of that he's not, you know, America's guy. He's, he's a bad guy and a bad dad. Oh. But um, he plays a, a mobster. Kind of a what? A mobster. A mobster. Sully is kind of grumpy. But he lands that I never saw that. <laughs> That's a movie right there. Either. Hmm? And I didn't yeah. see Elvis either. And oh, you still haven't seen it. We don't have he to. He goes for it. And Elvis? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> would you guys... Is there anybody else you would consider more America's sweetheart than Tom Hanks, you think? Men? 
or women, honestly, I would put him in top in the top category for either gender, mm. any gender. Because I guess Julia like actually had that moniker for yeah. a while. She's just she's just so selective with her movies that she's not as much in the limelight as much anymore. So I feel like yeah, Tom's always there, and he's he's got a movie every year, so he's always up front and center. You know, we trust him. He's Woody forever. You know mm-hmm. what? I'm gonna say something controversial, maybe even more so than Tom Hanks. Maybe Will Ferrell. He's more divisive than I think. Our Who doesn't like Will Ferrell? Speak Gale. up. Gale. Leave us a comment. My grandmother does not like. Will what? <laughs> Get her on the line. I'm here, y'all. I'm here, Ga- y'all, Gail. Gail, <laughs> we need to chat. <laughs> Holy shit, you think you know a person. (laughs) (laughs) Like, my first initial gut reaction was Natalie Portman. But I don't know that... Some people really don't like her. I know. Which I do not understand. Which is weird to say. I was going to say not widespread. But also, like, when I think of having, like, the title America's Sweetheart, my grandma has to know... Right. By right. Me, you know. Yeah. Like I would ha- I would have to explain who Natalie Portman is to my mom. She would know after a couple of roles, but Right. Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom they Hanks. just they got everybody. Yeah. Forrest, yeah. everybody knows Forrest Gump. Right. Yeah. Easy. Oh, that's Forrest Gump. Who that? That's Forrest Gump. Sorry, I'm hitting my core. I'm very gesticulatory today. Sorry. I think everybody's like ready to just get to it. So I feel like we should just jump on in 16 minutes later. Uh, hey, Skippers, welcome to the pod. <laughs> Good luck finding us this episode. <laughs> you guys, what are we fighting about today? Lace. Mel. We went back. Way back. Oh, oh, oh. To VH1 time. Hell yeah. And we watched Sinner Stage. We'll go for a ride. Oh boy. Does he seem as cocky in person as he is on TV? I heard he hasn't spoken to anyone. But he talked to me. What's your name, dear? Jody Sawyer. You need to concentrate on your turnout. Does that help? Probably not. But it doesn't hurt. How'd you end up a dancer anyway, Charlie? You meet better looking girls in the dance world. She's so good. Yeah, just ask her. You're not like most of the girls here. Your technique is nowhere near where it should be. What, you went to a special bitch academy or something? Jody's hopeless. She'll never make it. You understand what I'm saying? Use what you have. We all heard you. You don't have to speak to her like that. This is my classroom. Are you kicking me out? I want you to really think this is the right place for you. Do you have a 5.30 class? What kind would you like? Anything but ballet. Let's do it! Center Stage is a 2000 uh, drama, dance, romance movie written by Carol Heikkinen, directed by Nicholas Hinter, starring Amanda Scholl, Ethan Stifle, Sasha Radetsky, Zoe Saldana, Susan May Pratt, Peter Gallagher, and Donna Murphy. Center Stage follows a few teenagers from various backgrounds as they enroll in the American Ballet Academy in New York in an attempt to become ballet dancers. Each one deals with their own problems and the stresses of training and getting ahead in the world of dance. You guys, I don't care if it's nostalgia, 
I don't care if I don't. That's probably what it is. I don't care. I love this movie. I love this movie so much. I this was definitely like a repeat rental from Hollywood video for me. I watched it all the time. I learned some of the like the dance that happens in the, the studio. The studio. I was moving my shoulder right along with him, girl. <laughs> teaching myself as much as I can. I <laughs> fucking love this movie. Is it terrible? Yeah. Is it so good? Yes. It's so great. It's so good. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. It get, it hit me right in my nostalgic feels today. But I also think it's just like a fun teen college coming of age story. <laughs> it, I don't care. You can't hurt my feelings today. I don't care. I don't think I have any dog in this fight. So, Mela, you've been a little responsive. Let's start with you. Um, I think it was the Rock-A-Doodle episode. Um, to quote Rashawn, nostalgia is a hell of a drug. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. This <laughs> bitch. No, but peek behind the curtain before we even get started. I was like, you guys, I'm scared. I don't know if I want to do this episode. And Mela was like... No, do it. Come on, it'll be fun. I remember really liking this one part. Do it. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Break my heart, Mel. Let's go. Well, I haven't finished. I didn't have a bad time. I agree. This movie is not good. (laughs) It's not. No one's acting. Maybe no one's fucking acting because they cannot. Donna Murphy is acting her ass off. But we're here for the dance. We're here for the pirouettes. We're here for that last 10 minutes of the movie to see them get down. Just like you, I feel like this was definitely a grab. I was in dance until I was like 18. So obviously this spoke to me. Um, Yes, I was very close to getting on point. But I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I just kept doing other things. Um, Maureen. So, yeah. I, um, <laughs> so in some way, I thought I, this was my life, you know? So I would always grab this at like Blockbuster or whatever. I've seen it a thousand times on VH1. But I hadn't seen it in so long. And in my memory, I remember it being so serious. <laughs> Not like necessarily a drama, but like it just being like, I mean, this this your is memory my life served you well, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I do have issues with you know tone and obviously the acting that I I just said, but again, this is a nostalgia is hell of a bitch. That's not a bad thing in this case. Um, it just kind of is like a little time capsule where I'm like. Yeah, I've I've had this movie on on my little TV covered in stickers while I'm like, I don't know, fucking reading Cosmo. You know, like this yes. is just like a core memory for me. So, yes. but we'll get into it. We're we'll we'll pick it apart like we do. Whew, I will take a solid C. <laughs> yeah, that's meal. perfect. It's I will take C. it. <laughs> C for center stage. A. Um, Josh. Yeah. <clears throat> What'd you think? So I'd never heard of this movie mm-hmm. before. Um, I didn't know anything Whoa. about it. I went in. I didn't bother. I went in as blind as I've ever been for a movie. I think this is the blindest I've ever been for a movie. 
before we watched it, I was like, what is, is it like? I, I imagine it's like fame. You know, that's kind of what I did. He did say that. I don't know. What is it like? I assumed it was some sort of theater, maybe dance. So maybe a musical. Maybe. I kind of assumed it was a musical. Okay. I don't, <clears throat> uh, so uh, I will say in terms of like a movie, because movies are hard to make. I want that to be clear. <laughs> I don't think this is a poorly made movie. I really don't. I think there are some strange choices in terms of, you know, directing and cinematography and and and, and editing. Mm-hmm. But I I actually don't think this is like this is such a bad movie. Right. It's very much a time capsule, like you said. Very two thousand. It's crazy. Yep. Um For good and for bad, for better and for worse, you can 100% tell that these are dancers first and actors second. Uh, Actors (laughs) tenth. Carmella. With the exception of Zoe, obviously. Um, Because the dancing is great. And uh, we can get more into this later, but I fucking hate ballet. (laughs) I think it's the stupidest. I hate ballet. I think it's so dumb. Um, Is it a thumbs up? No. But but I'm not like, I'm not really negative or sour to it. I'm just like, no, no, it's a thumbs down. You know what I mean? I'm a very like, and I might come to its defense from time to time. But ultimately, if I'm giving it a thumbs, it's point down. <laughs> <laughs> so very watered point down. If there's a bar fight, one person is anti-center stage and the other person is pro-center stage. I'm leaning up against the wall and I'll be like, you hope that guy wins. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing at the anti. But if things get a you little too You want me to rough, get beat up? But if but if anti center stage like starts you like breaks a bottle over the bar, I'll get in between. I'm like, all right, all, all right, all right, relax. You know what I mean? Right. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. Unlike I, this movie. <laughs> I feel like that was like a D plus. Yeah. Yeah, it's grade. not a failing grade. That's it. That's what yeah. it is. It's a D plus. It's not even a D minus. It's passing. D's get degrees, baby. Period. <laughs> So but here. it's a D plus. That's a good. I don't want to introduce letter grades because that's a slippery slope. But for this one, I'll make an exception. <laughs> it's a D plus. Okay, Rashawn. What if I just gagged your little ass right now? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Who's little? I know not a damn one of us has a little ass. So who are you talking about? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, uh, New York's hottest new club is Center Stage. <laughs> This movie has everything. A Guardian of the Galaxy, ballet, bulimia, (laughs) the villain from Disney's animated Tangled. (laughs) Oh shit, is that her? Uh, yeah. That rules, okay. She's also the witch in Into the Woods. I saw her. She's phenomenal. Mm. Um, I like this movie, Lacey. I will be in your corner. Having said that, I don't disagree with anything that Josh and Mella have said. (laughs) (laughs) But for the purpose of the bar fight, I'm in your corner. I also have a a core memory of this movie. I do think it lives unfairly in the shadow of Save the Last Dance, Mm -hmm. which it was promoted 
next to around the same time, even though they're very different movies. This is Save the Last Dance is kind of like could be a prequel to this movie. Mm. Save the Last Dance is a lot better. However, hey. we're not we're not doing that. Hey. We're not doing that. And I'm in your corner. I do have a take that is probably gonna get me in trouble. But I've seen this movie a lot. I don't dislike it. I, I really love parts of it. So I'm gonna be a thumbs up. Cause I've gotten in trouble in the past few months or so. Wow. So, <laughs> I'm gonna be a thumbs up. <laughs> Listen, thank you, but like of all the movies, of all the movies you could These be on my team. These are the movies that you and I align on. Burlesque. This is true. The first Mamma Mia. I just was not expecting that answer I know. at all. You just keep like I can't keep up with you, Rashad. I can't keep up with the roller coaster that is all Rashad. the all the movies that you and Good I stuff. like like this are in this lane. Yeah, that like two thousand yeah. dance. Type yeah. Of. I guess I guess I just after Rockadoodle I just don't trust you anymore. <laughs> fair. <laughs> I'll That's trust you. I'm lost. not even gonna fight you on that one. I'll okay. I just edited that shit and it was crazy. <laughs> 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 it's a heady thing, isn't it? Being the best. Teachers dote on you, other students ask for your help, and an aura builds, and then you get accepted into ABA. And whether or not you admit it, you start thinking. It's just a matter of time before you're doing Giselle before packed houses at Lincoln Center. For most of you, that will never happen. I don't say this to be cruel. I say it to help you clarify your expectations for the year ahead. If you work harder every day than you've ever worked in your life, this school will turn you into the best dancer you can possibly be. That may or may not be the kind of dancer I have room for in the company. Okay, Rashawn, what's your hot take? What's your... Missile. So I like I said I like this movie. I think it's cool. I I can understand why someone would love this movie because if you've ever been to college at all or any kind of group summer camp school anything, the scenes with the four main characters just like having fun together, going somewhere. It just I I feel like all of that is really authentic and and probably should have been more of the movie, but alas. Having said that, I think the most interesting character and who probably should have been the main character is Cooper. And I really like him most out of everyone. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Whoa. I was not expecting that. No, <laughs> I was not either. Um, I think I... he's the most interesting. I think he's the one that has at least something written, not just... There. I want the answer. Yeah. Yeah. And and whatever your qualms may be about him as a character and the things that he does in the movie, I think at least he, it's something. There's some kind of tension or something to rub up against and watch. And I think he does it very well. I think the movie should be about him from his perspective. To Roshan's point, I had a feeling at the end of the movie when Maureen decided not to be a dancer and um, Jody was like, I'm joining Cooper's whatever uh, company, whatever, mm -hmm. whatever. It seemed like everyone was sort of having these epiphanies about themselves and how they don't need ballet company. And like, it was kind of just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then it cut to Zoe Saldana and Eric, right? The oh, yeah. Sprain his ankle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Shakeem Evans, his character. And they were both like, we made it. And it, it, it kind of, I don't know, for some reason they had built it up that like the whole movie, it almost seems like Peter Gallagher and the American Ballet Company were kind of like the villain. And yeah. so when, mm-hmm. when half of the characters like, we made the company, I was like, oh, well, you kind of suck then. Like not suck as a dancer, but like it felt like the whole movie was leading up to like none of them are going to join and they're all going to be like, let's rebel and kind of, I don't know. It seemed like, I don't know. It seems like yeah, they were I, it. I feel like the movie's not sure. Maybe this is a plus. Like the movie's not sure what the end goal should be for everyone and, right. and whether that's a positive or negative, mm-hmm. which is kind of how that point in your life feels. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't decide. We can't decide how we feel because the movie hasn't really decided mm-hmm. about the choices that they all make. I agree with that to an extent. I think Eva, Zoe Saldana, I don't agree there because I think the whole movie is about her not thinking she will get into the company, kind of blowing everything off and acting like she is above it because she doesn't want to show how badly she does want it. So her getting to do that beautiful final solo and then getting into the company I think is a great arc for her character of she starts off very much like this doesn't matter this isn't anything and then like she's the first one to come to the acceptance of I'm dancing for me now I'm doing this for me I'm like really dedicating to myself to this because this is what I do want Mm. um and then because she does that she gets what she wants. She gets to do the solo. She gets into the company. She gets where she wants to go. I think that's kind of an inspiration for someone like Jody, who is working so hard for this thing that she thinks she wants, but it, it's bringing her no joy whatsoever. Oh, okay, I'll take that. Um, I want to circle back to Rashawn. I agree with you. I think his storyline is far more interesting and far more compelling. However, may I read you a letterbox review that I read today after <laughs> logging the movie? Please do. This is a new segment. I love movies. Letterbox break. I love watching them. And I love making them. Letterbox break. Cooper has the charisma of an egg white. <laughs> Cooper or a little of both. We're I'd gonna say. say Cooper. Okay. I'd say, I'd say both. I think because I think either... that applies to Jody, but oh oh no, so, Jody is. You told me not to yell. You told me not. <laughs> Jody is unseasoned as fuck. Multiple mill, not even grits. Baby. She ain't great. She it's giving my stomach oh. hurts. It's giving uh, baby can't keep any food down. Exactly. Yes, she is a baby. She is. No, like, I mean the baby can't get, keep any food down, so we're gonna give her oatmeal kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. That is who Jody is, and she wants to break out of it and be more. 
<laughs> I wasn't done about Cooper. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. E- Ethan okay. Stiefel is clearly an otherworldly, incredible, amazing dancer and performer. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. physically, I, I cannot believe every time I watch this the amount of jumps and pirouettes and turns that he does. He's an alien. He's so good and clearly super talented because he danced for the American, the New York ballet. And he like is the artistic director for the ballet company in New Zealand. Now, like he's clearly extremely successful, extremely good at what he does. This is not against the person. Cooper, however, (laughs) Cooper is a bland little, like there's so much to do with that storyline and it's just very subdued and I feel like that's probably because it has to be because it's the B line to the college kids A line storyline mm-hmm. but it's just not interesting also, I think it's it would have so it's the most interesting thing in the movie the storyline is and him egg white I think it would have helped if they included um his ex was it who is it kathleen is that yeah. who it was? if they would have included kathleen more i think maybe that would have helped i i think his uninteresting appeal also aids in the fact that he is the i think jody says at one point he's the best dancer in the world and i think that is so interesting that even though you can tell from minute one he's on screen he wants to sleep with jody and he's mm-hmm. so not smooth about it and he still scores like that is <laughs> tragedy i think <laughs> like, but but well, he, it's beca- how do it's how beca- is it not smooth he immediately goes for it he's so confident he's so confident but he's so lame that he has to go for the youngest newest person in the company because everyone else is sick of his shit oh, like she's an easy okay. she's an easy mark you know yeah him being in this environment that has kind of cultivated his ego and like shaped him. But then when he wants to drive a motorcycle on stage, they're eye rolling. (laughs) You know, I I think that's so it's, it's nauseating, but it's so interesting because you guys made this monster and sorry, sucks to say he's the best, like he's better than everybody there. And now you guys have to deal with it. I think that's so ripe for like story. Yes. Rashawn. Yes. But this movie wasn't written as as you just... This sounds... How do I say this? Yeah. It, it, a, 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 I don't want to insult the writing, but that that is explored more effectively in your head than it was on the screen, I think. Mm-hmm. Everything is very just basic. Like, it's just, like, basic, like, 2000s college teen flick. Yes. Yeah, which is which is fine. <laughs> I, I dug it. We watched it plenty of times. I think to go back to like what I was saying about the tonal thing, when I was watching this at 10, I obviously had no fucking idea what tone was, <laughs> right? Like, I'm just watching this to watch it. And <clears throat> I thought it was like so serious. And this, you know, this one chick has fucking bulimia and she's killing herself with fucking craft. Like, damn, you know, like the, all this was happening and then you watch it now as an adult and you're like, <laughs> relax, right? Like you guys are 17, 18. Because me and Rashawn are watching it and I'm like, is the writing bad or is the acting bad or is it the directing? Like what is not clicking? 
And I think the writing is okay. The acting is not good, but we know that this is, we know that because these are, like Josh said, dancers first, actors second. But I think what would have helped a little is a lightness to this movie. I feel like it's so drab, even in the cinematography. Everything is so flat to the point where I was like, Rashawn, when is this made again? He's like 2000. And it looked kind of like an 80s flick. And I think that's also having to do with like the movie. But there's this certain, like the way the colors look, just the set, like everything about it makes it look so washed. And then everything is played very seriously. So when we get to these points where these kids are supposed to be having fun, it just kind of falls flat and looks corny. Especially oh, I like the, the fun times. And I, I I, like the fun times because it's the most fun we're having with this very serious movie. But I feel like Bring It On is completely different, right? Like, we can't even compare the two. But we'll yes. just say for comparison, both teens, both 2000s. I feel like if there was just a sprinkle of Bring It On tone as far as not even necessarily the comedy, but just a little bit of that lightness, when we got to the points where these teens are in New York having fun for the first time, it would have balanced out. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say bring it on because that movie is just so far removed from reality. Right. But Save the Last Dance is is more yeah. is more grounded than this. Is as grounded as this is, but also it has something that I think this could have used a lot more of, which is black people. <laughs> <laughs> or just any any ethnicity. There's sure. there's two. But when they go to the salsa club, My it's the flavor is What flavor? Missing. Uh also IRL, the American Ballet, pretty historically very racist. Not mm-hmm. racist, but like yeah, it's pretty extremely exclusive. Caucasian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hasn't wasn't it like recently that the first mm-hmm. the first ballet, like the first lead or whatever principal was yeah black. Yeah. yeah. Um. So so it tracks, but when they're you know when you're dancing to the way you make me feel or. You're mm-hmm. going to salsa at a club. Like you need a little, a little something. Emulate, like even a the little bo- something. The boyfriend that was pre med, like he could, he didn't have to be white. You know, like he could have been <laughs> anything. Fucking else. Commissioner Gordon. Hello. I really like. He's probably my one of my favorite characters though in this whole movie. I think he's so well written. I think he's like so charming. I think the actor is really great. The boyfriend. Yeah. Because yeah, he's an actor, not a dancer. Yeah. Yeah. How many studios are all together? Yeah. Eight. Oh, that's a lot of mirrors. It was worth it. Just to see Sergey getting it on with that old lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's right. I have forgotten all about that. We're getting it on, okay? Yeah, yeah right. I-, I thought she was going to detach her jaw and swallow you whole. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to imagine what the lovely Galina. We'll no, 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 you can't tell her. No, I was drunk. Oh, yes, I, I was lonely. It, uh-huh. didn't, I, it didn't mean anything good. I don't know, Sergey. I'm with Jody. I believe a girl's had a right to know what kind of hound she's saving herself. How about this? <laughs> so, I have a question. There was a second blonde girl, right? 
Yeah. Like, she kind of disappeared halfway through the movie in terms of, like, being part of the plot. Oh, the one yes. that was, like, friends with Maureen? She, Jody bumped into her at the beginning. Right? And then yeah. I think she makes it into the company at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she does. Because that was the point where Lacey and I were watching, and, like, at the beginning, when, like, Jody is starting to learn and bumping into people, and they're all, you know, they're in the class, and there's these two blonde girls... I couldn't. I did not know who was who. <laughs> when they were all no, no, no. That is, is yes. And when they're, they're all, all in the buns? same leotard, yeah. they're all in the buns, and it's the two just like average, one hundred and ten pound white girls, blonde white girls. It's like, I, who is the main character here? I don't know who's bumping into. Who. <laughs> it was crazy. I mean, that, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to make sure there was a second one because she kind of like they just like kind of left her in the dust until she the very end. She gets sprinkled in moments here and right. there, but she it's just not says something snarky and then she goes away. Yeah, her she has her whole little sequence where she does the triple pirouette and mm-hmm. Donna's like, "I that was asked her for <laughs> two, dude." I didn't know. that was her. Yeah, she was like, "I thought the music gave me gave me enough for three. I want to talk about Mother Gothel. Yeah, wasn't. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Donna Murphy does so much with so little, mm-hmm. and she's just great. Yeah. <laughs> she's great, and that it could be. She reminds me of. Uh, Sing it. Um. <laughs> Sing it. Told me earlier. Well, that's true. All that jab, BB Newworth. It yes. helped. Ah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Where they both kind of have to take these stock character, like authoritarian figures and, and kind of give them a little life. And um, there's there's moments and scenes where she's not saying anything and she just has the, she has the, you know, the stature and the posture of a dancer. And she's someone who has been here forever and she's just like sitting in a chair but it's the best fucking sit you've ever seen in your life yeah (laughs) like god your spine is probably pristine and she's just she's just so fucking regal i love it yeah Mm. it's she's great man and her quick little scene with zoe saldana where she's like can i see it again and she she watches her silently dance after kind of giving her that push that you need i i think if it's not about Cooper, make it about Juliet and and Eva, because that I feel like that relationship is also really uh, yeah. Really good. I was most interested when either of them were on the screen, especially mm-hmm. the moment when Juliet was basically telling Eva, Zoe Saldana's character, that like, yeah, Jonathan is an asshole. They all are. You have to make it work yourself. Like that was to me, that was the best scene. And drawing back, Josh, to what you were talking about before, I feel like that's a huge reason why Eva stays, why she does continue on, because she has this connection with Juliet and she sees a powerful woman in a position of power opening the doors for her. She wants to, you know, be in that world and maybe become that as well. Yeah, Donna Murphy. Ugh. <laughs> Donna Murphy. You said it all beautifully, Rashawn. I would have, I mean, I would just love way more of her. After everything we've talked about, I'm not seeing it. You understand? 
understand what I'm saying? Use what you have and turn up. Jesus, she heard you. Excuse me? She heard you. We all heard you. You don't have to speak to her like that. Anyone can see she's working her ass off. That's enough, Miss Rodriguez. This is my classroom, and I will run it as I see fit. If you have a problem with that, you are free to leave. I want to talk about Susan May Pratt, who played Maureen. Mm -hmm. I know what you're going to talk about. I want to. I want to talk about both parts because the I had some severe whiplash from. from her. <laughs> it all happens within like five minutes of yeah. each other. <laughs> I think the worst acted scene and the best acted scene come within like five minutes of each other. Let's hear it. And both are done by Susan. The former, I think, is when she's angry at Gordon, J Jim Gordon, Commissioner Gordon. Oh my gosh! Yes, at her man's. Uh huh. That's yeah. At when when he finally confronts her about her bulimia, <laughs> it's tough. That's tough to watch. It's real bad. Her but, points make no sense. I but, feel like a lot of that is ADR too. Like watching it, it now, it, it feels like, like it was weird. It yeah. was weird. I don't want to dwell too much on that. Again, I want to more importantly give her her flowers on when she comes to his door after Eric sprains his ankle, kind of finally coming to terms with like, I don't want to be a dancer anymore. Did you, how much of it was that I was a ballet dancer and how much it was it because of me? Like, I thought that was a real genuine, it looked like it came from a real place, like mm -hmm. from Susan May Pratt, not Maureen. I thought that was a really great moment that like she redeemed herself within minutes i gave a shit about maureen which i didn't expect to do almost the entire movie the whole movie i was like okay i get it but then once susan may pratt came with it with that scene i actually cared i love that scene and i think i mean i i literally was laying on josh's lap when that scene happened and i turned up and i had just tears pouring down my face i think just that scene as hell. is so for Anybody who grew up with a talent, especially in high school and then going out into the real world, that uncertainty of like, am I good without this? Am I enough without this thing that I've been doing? I mean, I think we still struggle with that today. Such a beautiful moment for that character. Storyline aside, I think this movie has some really great writing in it. There are some really, really good one-liners. We have um, Donna Murphy at the at the um, the bar in the studio saying, "You know, this is your home. This is what you come home to." And then at the end, with Maureen again and her mom, that line has always shattered me. Where she says, "You didn't have the feet. Mm. I don't have the heart." It's classic drag. Took her out. Oh, it's so satisfying. It's so sad. Stressful. It's so good. It's so good. That's how you clear a bitch. Yes. <laughs> so you didn't have the feet. You didn't have. You didn't have the authority. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why I'm quitting, mom. But first, 
Give me that wig. First, a drag. <laughs> her mom is not a nice person, though. No, she's... I know. Deb- she Deborah- deserved it. Her mom Deborah is Monk evil. Put on a put on a showcase on how to be a early 2000s movie villain mom. Like, yeah. Deborah racist mom. Deborah Monk brought it in this movie, did. That's yeah. George O'Malley's mama. She's so good. I yeah, I think the mother-daughter relationship and, and the helicopter mom aspect is really great. The bulimia box and above your weight class. Just uh, just drop it, you know? But um, <laughs> outside of that, I love, I love how they handle it. It's great. I feel, though, like that is a storyline that we don't that has to has to be in the, a movie. Yeah, like I mean, it, it's a movie. It, ballet yeah. is such. A, I mean, I can't. I've never been in the world of ballet aside from like the three classes I took at AMDA, so mm-hmm. not my world. But like, <laughs> ballet is my best friend's world. Mel grew up doing ballet, and it is a toxic, evil environment to women's bodies. So oh, yeah. I don't know that you can do a true ballet story without touching on eating disorders and body dysmorphia. I don't know if you can do that. Mel, I'd love to see some moves sometime. I know, Mela. I I had no idea you were a dancer. Uh, Heavy emphasis on the past. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's like two in the middle. You can either go the heavy melodrama route or even something like Black Swan touches on body dysmorphia and, and image issues, but that's a horror film dealing with a whole bunch of other stuff. This one was just like, well, you know she's throwing up. You know, like it just... Bulimia light. Like it just kind of sprinkled in Yeah, there. it just didn't... If you're going to handle it, either handle it delicately or just go for broke. And I feel like it made the... It didn't make either choice. So it was just kind of like, well, it's here. It's in the movie, you know? I thought it was handled pretty delicately. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think it was disrespectful. I thought it was boring. It was so. It was so predictable. Like Lacey, I I called like when it when it when they were on the ferry and it cut to Jim, and it cut to him walking looking for his girlfriend. I literally out loud went, "I'm just seasick," and like immediately. You okay? Yeah, I'm just a little motion sick. I was like, yeah, fucking obviously. Like, it was a very predictable, like, C-plot. Yeah. Okay. Where I, and I, it's not really resolved, which is cool. Like, her, even her mom's just like, well, you're, you're worrying about your body. You're watching That's, your weight. You're watching your weight. That's fine. And then she's okay in the end or not okay no i think she's on the road to recovery after that she says i'm sick and she wants to change like her mom not acknowledging that i don't think is a fault in maureen i think it shows the strength that she's willing to like continue pursuing something else despite her mom's ignorance and approval that's fair and she has the support of someone she's really into she has Jim and what Josh no you can finish what (laughs) I just wanted to talk about the final scene yeah let's talk about it (laughs) no Eric this is about sex I want you to feel it let me show you 
Now you see where I am? I'm right up against her. My hips are right up against her. You got it? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Charlie, what do you think about this for the end of the pas de trois? Can I see that? Sure. I changed it a little. Good work. That could work too. How about like that? Why don't you just try this? I could work on it. You do that. The dance, the dance Moving numbers. On. Yes. <clears throat> the showcase. The showcase, yeah. Um, so, one, crazy that they, they would have Coopers go second. Like, that's not a thing. You mean last? With la it's last. The last, yeah. So, yeah, last, sorry. They don't really show the first one. So, with that, I was really into it. Obviously, Ethan Stifle, who played Cooper, phenomenal dancer. All of them are phenomenal dancers. It was really fun to watch. It was, I was into it as much as I <laughs> fucking hate ballet. Uh, and then two things happened. One, <laughs> Jody got just naked on stage, which was like, that's crazy. Art, sure. That, art is art. <laughs> two, the physically impossible scene <laughs> costume and makeup change that happened yes it was oh, that, that took me that took me your own your the aforementioned ballet dancer herself brought that up unprompted when no, you're talking no, to no, Mel, no i will let me bring up the receipts for you joshua the, uh, the, the former twist. ballet dancer now costume designer mel brought that up not me. Lacey's Not friend. Mela. Mel. <laughs> she said, there's a few ridiculously impossible costume changes that happen at the end, but just go with it. What just else would she it. be talking about? Just, just go, with, go it. with it. I'm not going to go with it, Mel. <laughs> Why? You you want a scene of them getting a press and curl? I don't, <laughs> I don't need them to do a full costume change after Bobby. all that or they you know what it was was because they had such cool like practical costume changes happen on stage like when he pulled away the the classic leotard and it turned into the like metallic looking one i was like that's fucking cool you're gonna have all of those even once you fucking strip down to her tidy whities like that's cool and then you're just gonna have a close-up on feet call that shit Tarantino and then pull back and then it's all different. Like yes. it's a cool cut. It's a cool cut. It's not a cool cut for a live and stage it's, performance. It's though. red but it's, it's not, the red shoes. Those are iconic. Red red ballet slippers are iconic. They are? Yes. Why? It's a whole ballet about the red the red shoes. Hey you How don't do you like ballet. Ballet. <laughs> ballet is so. Let me tell you about it's ballet. So fascinating. It's so fascinating. Why would I destroy my body 
destroy my metabolism, destroy my feet for something as unforgiving as <laughs> ballet that I can't do once I'm 30. Because I can create my own center of gravity, bitch. That shit is crazy good. Did you see how many turns they were doing? Do you know how yeah. unstoppable I would be if I could spin like that? <laughs> spin okay. I'd do be it everywhere. Gy- be a gymnast. Be a gymnast. I, don't, I think that's equally as taxing on your body. Also, yeah, but you can go to the Olympics. <laughs> you kind of, you don't need one without the other, but it is recommended that if you're a gymnast, you take dance classes, you take ballet classes too. Oh yeah, and it's been, pro- look, listen, I know, it's been proven, uh, there have been professional basketball and football players that took dance classes, including ballet, and they became noticeably better at their sport. I don't care. I think it's dumb. I think it's boring. Dumb. I think I think it's a very, like you said, Lacey, a very toxic environment <laughs> for little girls to grow up in. And frankly, maybe Cooper's right. Maybe they should just shake the whole system up, huh? I mean, so is acting. Yeah, but I would never I like, give it up. I I I I would be more interested in in Cooper's version of ballet than Jonathan's. Hey, really quick, editing Rashawn, will you take that clip of yourself just saying that and save it and keep it for yourself so that you can listen back to it when you need a reminder uh, of why, no, we're, I'm why you're here? Probably going to give up at the end of the year. Shut okay. the fuck what is, <laughs> up. Admittedly, when I get on a roll like that, I tune you all out. What did Rashawn say? He said, yeah, but that's the same with acting and I would never give it up. So Perfect. thank you. Anyways, the cuts are, that's a stupid note. This movie has now. no, does not have a good sense of time. You're telling me this whole movie happened in a year? Could have been a week. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Literally, could have been this a was week. A, it said it was a year? Yeah, I guess yes. it was a year. Yes. Yeah, it's the end of the year. It's like two semesters, so it's like nine months, I'd say. Right. It felt like horrible sense of time. A week long summer camp. Like at the end of the Especially because it's in New York, there are no seasonal changes. Nothing. It's all like. <laughs> so I'm, I'm cool if they want to pop out with. You know, new hairstyles and makeup for the next number. Like it, it, it's, it, it works. It did, and she looks so good. She looks <laughs> so good. I, I, I mean, I. It's not gonna be a hill I die on. But I did. I say, how the fuck is she have curls on right now? Yes, I did. I mean that. Yes, it's the hair, the, <laughs> makeup, the hair, the makeup, the dress, all of it. So I much so that I was like. Is there like other things happening on stage while she's getting dressed? <laughs> it's not important. She's the star. But it doesn't matter. And when it's, she's on stage, you can't take your yeah, eyes off of her. It's because you showed me those cool, like practical on stage costume changes right before, and then you can't come up with one for the last segment. Doesn't Fuck matter. out of here. Carmelo, watch a movie without mentioning cosmetics challenge. Never. You can't. It's not, it's not gonna impossible. happen. Never it's gonna happen. literally like half of her profession. <laughs> yeah, I know. Can't it's like I can't not see it. Never, never. No. Um, Lacey, did you know there are two sequels to this movie? Yeah. One came out like in 2012, I think, or 2016, something crazy. I don't know them. I don't. I don't watch. I don't know <laughs> uh, them. I didn't see Cooper, them. Cooper, Jonathan, and uh, I think Charlie are in all of them. No, I'm say I genuinely didn't see them. I have no, no idea about that. That's what I'm saying is like a, a good chunk of the original cast is in all three. That's pretty cool. I would I would watch them dance in a couple more movies. 
aside from Maureen, and there was one other person who didn't have a dance background, I can't remember. It was Maureen, and there was someone else. Zoe, who right? No, so Zoe came with a ballet background. Mm, okay. Um, it's not like... But pretty much everyone else were professional ballet dancers. Um, and I think pluses and minuses, I think I, you can tell. You can tell mm. that these people are masters of their craft of ballet. Like, you don't get to do – you don't get the sequences like the final ballet. You don't get, you know, scenes in the rehearsal room if you're not getting real dancers to play these parts. And I think that's part of why I loved watching this movie so much and why I still love watching this movie so much because, okay, you didn't love their performances as actors. Okay. But, like, you can't not sit in awe of their artistry over what they're doing. Like, the dancing in this movie is unbelievable. It is so good. Um, the the Russian dude is a figure skater. It's not a mm. dancer. Maybe that was what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Sergey. A little... Actually, a lot insulting. Aisha Ash, who is uh, Zoe Saldana's double, it does most of the final number. Yes. A lot of times when someone has a double, there's special effects involved, there's cuts, there's choreography to, to, you know... Make it blend. Cover their face. Not all black people look alike. <laughs> Her face is in full view for you a lot of that number. Yeah. That and in the, the rehearsal room. Woman. Yeah. Insulting. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like you already have dancers acting. Just put her in. Well, yeah, that's kind of. Yeah. What and I'm a thinking. fan of both. The dancing was incredible. I think Zoe Saldana is physically like one of the best actors of all time. That is That's crazy. A, I know. I said that last night and she was like, <laughs> Mel, you got it. In terms of like fitting a role, fitting a genre, I don't know if there's a more chameleon actor than Zoe Saldana. She is genre proof. She can work in this. She can work in Avatar. She can work in like. What What do you mean by like make it work? Like is she just kind she, of. She, 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 can, she, can hit, she can hit the tone of whatever the project is. I think she can she can be a puzzle she can be a, a puzzle piece to any puzzle. I think I think her physicality is unmatched. I think what That's she's true. able to do as as Gamora and what she's able to do as Natiri is like uh, next level stuff. I don't know. I just I've never seen her. I've seen Avatar. I've seen Guardians, and I agree. I think she's great in both. Those two movies have two things in common. She's both in like again really active really makeup heavy where i think like she can transform into that so maybe that's why i like her best in this but i think when i've seen her in anything else of just playing quote-unquote like an average person or just like a normal person not a fucking avatar or an alien or whatever but uh, star trek (laughs) i think she's i think she's so fine i think she rides on I don't even know. I think she's just all right. Like she's not the most 
horrible thing. I've Tell seen. that to her fucking box office, brother. I Holy... know people love her, and she's she's, she's a... paid the fuck up. But I mean, she's you know what you know what you know what you know what. Hmm. I'll give you I'll give you a movie where she plays just an average person. Let me get Drum to our line. spreadsheet. What's that Return? from scratch? Drumline. Drumline, baby. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That movie fucking rocks. Is that on the spread? It's about to be. <laughs> What's a love fucking fest? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen it. That movie what? fucking rules. I saw it like when it was on MTV and VH1. Like, this was saw... like right after. It's like center stage, next up, Drumline. Drumline is... <laughs> Drumline owns, dude. Go for it, Josh. Put it on the spread. About to. Yeah, I don't know. I... She's just not one of my faves. That that is a a statement. It is a statement. Yeah, but I I haven't seen Guardians three Volume three yet as of this recording. But what I have seen of her, I yeah, I do. I I think even in like Star Trek, even in the roles where she's not superhuman or mutant or whatever, I I think she carries herself the same way I said about Donna Murphy. Her physicality is just. Some people are emotional actors. Some people are verbal actors. And I, I think physically she's not a lot of people can tap into what she does. She has a, such a presence when she is mm-hmm. on screen and when she's performing. Well, my goodness. Um, is there anything else? <laughs> Carmela's gagged. <laughs> I really am, you guys. I wish I could use your eyeballs. Because like, I'm not seeing it, Chief. Are we... Who wants to play a game? I'm- yeah, sure. Yeah, it's <laughs> me. Let's do it. I want to play a game. All right, everyone. Gird your loins. Riddle me this. They don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. I just guessing games. Come on, boy. Boy, play with me. Riddle me that. All right. This game is called So 2000 and Late. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Um, <laughs> this movie is... So 2000s. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play you a clip from a movie from the 2000s. You have to buzz in and tell me what movie it is. That's one point. And then if you can give me another quote from the movie, that's another point. So you can get two points per thing. Does that make sense? Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Your first clip. Okay. I'm taking the dog, dumbass. What? I heard Rashawn first. We kind of said it all at the same time. Go ahead. Okay, Rashawn, go ahead. Uh, Legally Blonde. Mm-hmm. What, like it's hard? Nice. Very good. Okay. Next clip. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Josh. Josh. That's Gladiator, bitch. That is Gladiator, bitch. <laughs> Can you give me another I quote from that movie? Miss Murdius. Father to a murder child. I cannot use this. Husband to a <laughs> Father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife. That is correct. Can I just say really quick behind the curtain, 
we were listening to an episode last week, I think, and made a he was like, I fucking love it when people play with the mic. I love like being behind, like way far away, being way close. I think it's so funny. I love doing it. I love when other people do it. And I was like, yeah, it's really funny. And in my head, I was like, Rashawn fucking hates it. <laughs> Rashawn <laughs> hates it so much. <laughs> Why do you think I think it's so funny? <laughs> Rashawn, keep that absolutely blown out, garbled mess at the beginning there. <laughs> Next one up. Make a real classic love story. And the studio said they'd let me. I just had to do a scary movie for him first. And now we're shut down and I am fucked. God, it's not the end of the world, Roman. That is so easy for you to say. You know, you can always go back to, to must-see TV. You know, I have no movie. Rashawn. To turn 30, Rashawn. And it looks like... Scream 3. That is correct. What the fuck? Never would have got that. Nope. Could have let that bitch play and he could have said, Finish it. Ghost face. The full monologue. (laughs) (laughs) Not Scream 3. Can you give me another quote? No. Um, LL Cool J's Shakespearean in the Park. (laughs) Great. All right, next one. Tina, you fat lard, come get some dinner. Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> that is Napoleon Dynamite. Um, fuck. I want to say the quote is, "Are you gonna eat your tots?" <laughs> I think that's a quote. Okay, that's close yeah. enough. I'll give it to you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her money was left to family. Rashawn. Mama Mia. What? No. At least he's just letting it play. <laughs> well, because I started it in the wrong place. Just fucking jamming. It was supposed to be. Fuck. Oh, that's why I read the wrong number. It was supposed to be this. Sorry. Oh, the song would have helped. Sorry. I would have gotten it from the song. Can you give me another <laughs> quote, Rashawn? Um, I was cheated by you. Yeah. I think you know <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll say, take just, it. I sure will. I was say, just sing. <laughs> Next one up. After my dad looked right at you and said, it's all your fault that they broke up. That's funny. Because my mom said, if that curly-headed fuck Dale wasn't here, everything would be perfect. You take that back. No way. It's your fault. You know what your problem Josh. is? You live in a oh, fuck. Add <laughs> stepbrothers. That is correct. Stepbrothers. <laughs> what quote? <laughs> Choose wisely. You don't say that. <laughs> you don't say that. <laughs> Just keep them coming. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it was John Hopkins. <laughs> uh, boats and hose. Um, Correct. Feel I'll drop you. that motherfucker. Brennan. <laughs> okay, next one. Ready? Mm-hmm. Turkey, but really, it's very simple. You just have to know the anatomy of a turkey, and it's got over here just a tiny Rashawn. Scary movie three. Oh, I hear it now. <laughs> Can you give me another quote? 
well, how are we going to keep in touch? We got some walkie-talkies or something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is that scary? Okay, we have two, one, right? two. Oh, did I say three? Yeah. I meant two. Give, 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 give Mel an extra point. Yeah, I mean, give Mel get, a point. Uh, okay, Mel, you have two points. Oh, yay. Okay. Um... Here is my next one. Yeah. Ian is a vegetarian. He doesn't eat meat. He don't eat no meat. No, he doesn't eat meat. Oh, Bella. Bella. Don't eat Bella. oh I know the movie. Now. My big so. fat Greek wedding. That is oh. correct. Um, this this is not a direct quote, but I'm gonna <laughs> do my best. We're not doing this. This is not blockbuster. <laughs> you use the Windex to get rid of everything. <laughs> Do not. No, don't give that to me. I don't know. I couldn't quote it. Yeah, Windex. Yeah. <laughs> so something Windex. Can anybody else give me a quote from my big fat Greek wedding? Yeah, again, something something Windex. Too low. It's a bond kick. Yes. Okay, next one. We have two left. Can't rely on anyone these days. You gotta do everything yourself, don't we? Rashawn. That's okay. Damn it. It's a dark night. That is correct. Can you give me another quote? You wanna... <laughs> do it again. Do it again. No, 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 no. You die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Well done. Okay. This is the last one. Ready? Mm-hmm. How old are you? Seventeen. Rashawn. Fuck. God damn it, dude. Fuck. How long have you been seventeen? <laughs> <laughs> Not the hair. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct, Rashawn. Can you give me another quote? Uh, Twilight and um, you can climb on Spider Monkey. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> God damn. That is correct, Rashawn. You are the winner of So 2000 and Late. Congratulations. Yeah, Rashawn put on the clinic with that one. She got eyes in the blue skies. Hey, Josh, I want to. Can I wrap it up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were getting your affairs together. Thanks for that Scream 3 drop. Though. You're welcome. Great. Wrapping things up, I think we can all agree that Center Stage has incredible dancing. Uh, a lot of different storylines mm-hmm. and um, some really standout performances and some performances we could have missed. Yeah. I like that. Clean and simple. Mm-hmm. We end each episode with a quick round of six degrees of separation, connecting an actor from this week's movie to an actor from next week's movie. So, who can find the fastest connection between an actor from this week's movie, Donna Murphy, and Helen Mirren? Hmm. What the fuck? Uh, okay. Wait. I don't think I've seen Helen Mirren in anything. I think I got it. Whoa! Go ahead. I got it. 
Donna no, Josh. Murphy was was Donna Donna Murphy was Mother Gothel. Yeah. Was entangled with Zachary Levi, who was in Shazam two with Helen Mirren, I think, right? Yeah. Dang. And Shazam two with Helen Mirren. <laughs> who is Zachary Le- Levi in Tangled? The, the He's guy? Flynn. Finn. He's Flynn. Oh right. shit. Flynn. Yeah. I was going Princess Diaries. Spider Man two. Nice. It's Doctor Octopus. Oh, oh yeah. fuck yeah! Good job, Josh. Thanks. Well, <laughs> what a day! That's it. That's all. That's all I got for this week's episode of When Cinephiles <laughs> Attack. <laughs> As always, we would love if you took a moment and like, subscribed, and rated us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Good Pods. You can find this and all of our episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cinephile Attack. If you have a suggestion, you want to show us some love, email us at whencinephilesattack at gmail.com. And if you are able, make a donation at www.buymeacoffee.com slash WCA. We love y'all so much. From Lacey. Mella. Josh. And Rashawn. Get your groove on. Ow. We'll see you next week.